Well, hello again. Um, so this new one is going to be about the ten films that kind of reminds me of Halloween and makes me feel all good and gooey and inside. So it's it's not like a top ten of anyone else's, you know, feel good. This is kind of my feel good uh, horror movies. Of, uh, yeah. So, first one, we are going to go with, first one is Devil. So, Devil is actually based on a Bible verse um, of verse 1, Peter 5, uh, 8. Um, and it's, five strangers are stuck in an elevator. And... That's that's not the Bible verse. But the concept of the double movie is based on, on that Bible verse. So basically, five strangers or five people are stuck in an enclosed area. And they are forced to uh, evaluate themselves, evaluate these other people. And find out who really is the evil person. And honestly, like, when I was watching this whole movie, it was, for me, I mean, I already knew the story. I mean, obviously, being Catholic and being Mexican, we we are told the story as nightmares. They are told as, like, children's stories. Um, but seeing it played out on a screen... Um, it was very interesting because I honestly, the, like, when I was watching the movie, I didn't expect who the person that was the devil to be the devil. And that was, to me, that was more terrifying than some of the stuff that was going on in the movie. I mean, because we had heads being chopped off. We had people's arms being dropped. Like, it was, it wasn't a violent movie. But for those that, I don't want to say that I believe, but in association, I guess I believe being Catholic. So it, it did give me a little bit of a fear. Um, so my second horror movie that I love to watch around the holidays is Insidious. And I'm going to give you why I like to watch this movie. Um, so for anybody that's ever suffered from any sleep paralysis, um, I, it's funny because I didn't know what sleep paralysis was, honestly, until this movie came out. Um, I kind of knew what I was going through in my sleep was not normal. Um, because I did have those feelings of being in my body, but not in my body. And then being, I mean, because, I mean, every, I guess everybody has maybe those nightmares or those moments of when you're having a nightmare or you're having a dream. And you can still hear yourself and you can feel yourself. I've had this since I was a child. 
I've had, it's not even nightmares. A lot of these, these experiences I've had, they're not nightmares. It's not always nightmares. It's just that you, maybe you have the TV on or maybe you have your headphones on or something, but you can hear that stuff in your head and then you can see your body or you feel your body trying to get out of that sleep. It's terrifying. I have had nightmares though and this is why I did not like this movie but I still loved it because it brought that that awesome you know where people that have never experienced um I guess sleep terrors or I mean I was diagnosed with sleep paralysis um but if you've never experienced that I I don't say that like I'm sad about it, but I'm like, you'll never understand and appreciate how great this movie was because it did explain what we go through with sleep paralysis. You can't say anything. I've been there where there have been times where my roommate, God bless his heart, um, he has seen me like freaking out in my sleep and I've told him like I've explained to him hey if you see me start like twitching or like freaking out I'm like just don't don't try to wake me up because I'm like either you're gonna get punched in the face or it's just gonna be really bad for you but he has learned to just let me be and then when I eventually wake up from it that's when he's like it's okay you're fine you're fine That is a scary thing. And think about that. Because when you're asleep, you can't protect yourself. Alright, so moving on. My third movie for uh, Halloween-ness of me. Return to Oz. Who doesn't like Return to Oz? Like, seriously. That was one of the scariest and creepiest movies if you were born in the 80s i mean think about it return to oz you think return to oz oh great dorothy tin man you know all that stuff you don't get that you get the wheelers that was the thing that freaked me out the wheelers freaked me the fuck out as a kid the Willers, and then the queen that had the heads where she would just take a head and put it on. Like, I I mean, I know Frank Oz is known as a very uh, just controversial writer, especially for when he was writing back in the early 20s and 30s and 40s. Well, not even the 40s, so just 20s and 30s. But still, like, seriously, that was just weird. Like, what queen takes multiple heads that she has collected and put on that fight to get out? Alright, so my fourth movie is the original It. The original It. It actually, honestly, that movie never really freaked me out. 
Um, it was more disturbing because I was a weird kid. I read the books. I was a reader. So I actually read the book. Um, so when the movie came out, I saw like kind of the first half. And then luckily, God bless my grandma's soul. Um, she had plenty of books. She was a reader like me. But she had the book, so she, it's so funny, because she would always have her, this, I think this is why I have a weird obsession about labeling things, uh, my grandma, she had, like, thousands, honestly, probably at least, like, 2,000, like, D, or, uh, VHSs, um, because she would, like, record things off of, you know, you know, the TV or whatever, but she would record it, but she would log it. And then put it in her book of VHSs that you could check out. And then she would do that also with books, though, too. Because her and my grandpa, God bless both their souls right now, um, they would do that. And I, I, I've, got, I've got that weird obsession. I like to catalog things. <sighs> it's such a weird, frolic thing. <laughs> um, but... That's how I watched the first half of it. And then, like, I watched that and I was like, Grandma, don't you have, like, the book? And she was like, yeah, you want to check it out? Yeah, sure, whatever, I'll check it out. So, checked out the book and read the book and was totally just in awe of that book. Because me, I think I was, I think I was, like, seven or eight, honestly. I know that's weird for people to comprehend someone reading a Stephen King book at seven or eight, especially that magnitude of book, because honestly, like I had to read it a few times. Like I read it the first time I got the gist of what was going on, but there was a lot of language and stuff I didn't understand and didn't know because let's be honest, you know, I'm seven or eight. I'm not going to get the group sex scene. I was just like, this is being weird. I don't get it. But then a lot of other things, like the abuse that was going on, I didn't really understand. Like, I understand, like, the, like, I know it sounds weird. I understand the violence and, like, the brutality of it, but I didn't understand that concept because it wasn't something I was familiar with. So, I read the book, understood it, like, honestly, it wasn't until I was, honestly, until I was probably 25, 26, when I reread the book again, and fully understood what was going on, and what, like, I fully understood everything, and that's, I, I feel like my generation, uh, people that grew up in the early, like, you know, I was born in 81, so people that were in my age group, maybe we read the books, so we understood certain things from that book, or understood certain things from, you know, the TV movies, or the actual movies, like Pet Cemetery, but we didn't understand the magnitude of what was going on in those films until we were older. And honestly, like, that's kind of what I think was, like, awesome about our generation. Is, like, our parents didn't expose us. 
I mean, they expose us to pretty much everything, but, like, we're, we're so innocent, we're like, we don't care, we want to go out and play with, play with our Tonka trucks, you know, play with our Barbie dolls, play with our He-Man and she was, we weren't focused on that stuff, honestly, like, I remember watching, like, stuff I probably shouldn't have watched with my parents, you know, like, certain movies, like, Die Hard, I probably shouldn't have watched, <laughs> Rockies, um, I remember watching Fatal Attraction, like, there's certain movies I probably shouldn't have seen as a kid, but my parents were like, who cares, she, she doesn't know, we need to get back to that, let's get back to that, people, come on, like, that was the prime of our existence, like, we kind of knew what was going I remember going to see Coming to America, the first one, with my parents. And I remember two... I remember exactly the first time that Eddie Murphy said, Fuck. I looked to my mom, to my right, and I was like, What did he say? What did he mean? And my mom was like, Don't worry about it. You don't need to know about it. And to me, as a child at the time, I'm like, okay. My mom said, don't worry about it. I'm like, okay. Uh, why can't people do that now? Remember how innocent. Like, I know I went on a real big tangent. Uh, anyway, so my last pick, because I'm only going to do five picks right now. I'll do the last five. Um, the last five that is my feel good is House of the Course, House of a Thousand Corpses. God, I've been talking so long that I can't even say it right now. Um, but House of a Thousand Corpses, enough said. And everybody, just remember what I said. Do we really need to be that? Just, just stop, people. Ugh. It's making kids not want to like Halloween like we used to. I remember going out and just having fun and not being all, oh, I gotta listen to like my woke parent. I gotta listen to like this and that. Ugh, people, get over it and just enjoy life again. <laughs>